Yo, what up, what up? What's the vibe? It's Ray with the East, Sosa with the Five. You're now tuned in to the pod, season two, episode 20. I got my co-host Kenny with me. What's good, bro? What's happening? What's good? Shit, another beautiful day, man. How you yes, feeling? Sir. I'm feeling good, man. Got some stuff done around the house before the before eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already knew we had to be locked and cocked and ready to rock. <laughs> yes, sir. Locked, cocked, ready to rock. Yeah, man. So first and foremost, I mean, we were supposed to do a joint pod technically, but, you know, scheduling is kind of fucked up. So we're knocking out a pod early. We're recording on a Monday rather than a Tuesday, but we're still going to make sure we do that joint pod. So this ain't going to be the season finale. Y'all actually going to get a, a, another episode before we move on to season three. So let's let's get this thing started. It looked like the, the fans are winning. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. So since we, you know, we starting off in Florida, your hometown right now, man, and you you hit me with this with this question, and <laughs> I feel like it's best if you you go ahead and introduce the topic and get this thing started. All right. So the topic for this for this segment was basically African American history being removed from school curriculum in Arkansas and Florida. All right. Now. What I will say, man, you know, as a black man, I feel that there are certain things that needs to be talked about and there are certain things that can be left up. All right. Let me just start off with that. Now, having said all of that, when you talk about American history, you cannot not you cannot not talk about African-American history because African-American history is tied in so deeply into American history is not even funny. Now, I know some people who are listening to this might disagree with me, might be contrary to it, but I'm, but at the end of the day, from 1619 up until 18, uh, 1865 or 1869, all right, this country has been built off the backs of African, uh, African slaves or African-American people. You understand what I'm saying? Now, there, you know, there's this whole concept of, the, you know, the whole woke thing and stop woke and wokeism. That's not even what the terminology means when it comes to woke. This is something, but like what they do, they hijack something and they try to twist the narrative and change the meaning to what the, the terminology really is. This is just a bunch of people who feel um, uncomfortable, all right, learning about the history of their ancestors and you know they want they don't want to feel bad about the things that their ancestors did you don't have to feel bad about it i was in germany for nine years and a lot of the german girls that i dated prior to me date you know prior to me getting married to my wife would always say why do americans why do americans hate um their history so much why do americans hate their history so much you know in germany we don't turn away learning about the Holocaust. We don't turn away learning about the things that Hitler did to, you know, to those other people. I'm not going to say the J word to those other people because I don't want us to get shut down. All no, right? Quick question. You said, why do we hate? They, they were saying, why do we hate our history? But I don't I don't see how this is hating our history because this is just happening to where they're changing the curriculum. And it's not something that happened so many years ago. And also, well, I Real quick, though, I, I was listening to Morgan Freeman. He was doing an interview and they was asking him about Black History Month and, mm -hmm. you know, African-American history. And he said he doesn't like the terminology. He doesn't like the fact that they have a month where they celebrate Black History Month or the terminology of like separating 
African-American history and American history, because in his opinion, black history, American, mm. African-American history is American history. So exactly. But no, but listen, but there, it seems like you have a problem with them integrating the two rather than it's like you still want it to be segregated. You want African-American history to be taught separate from American history. No, no, no. I want it to be, I want it to just be taught. But it's still taught. Right. But when you come out and you say you're removing it, like it's to me sometimes also, and and I want to say this too, I think sometimes the headlines, not even sometimes, most of the fucking times, the headlines are very misleading. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it, but listening to how they talk about it, listen to how the governor talks about it, it feels like sometimes they're trying to just get rid, like they're trying to eradicate it. You know what I'm saying? Because they, it shouldn't be separated, like you said. It should be. It should be more so just one. It should just be all one curriculum. It should all be American history. Period. You don't. You don't. You don't I mean, whether you call it African history or whether you call it American history, it's still American history. At the end of the day, because all the stuff that happened over the last 400 years happened right here on American soil, so that makes it American history. Yeah, I remember when you I was going. Saying? I remember when I was going for my associate's degree. I had to do like you know your. It was like a general studies degree, and I was doing like my history, sciences, and all of that. And um, you have you pretty much had the choice to just do U.S. history or American history, and then it was African American history, and then they separated from like timelines. So the two curriculums were separated. And now that they're, I think now they're trying to maybe move more toward to where when you study American history, it's just African-American history is you can't, there is no American history without African-Americans history. So I kind of feel like them joining the curriculum is just making it one thing. And I think that, I think what what a lot of people were having a problem, um, a problem with was there was like a little blurb where people were feeling like, or they stated that um, there was pretty much advantages w- from slavery, you know, like it, it pretty much oh. helped, helped African-Americans. But ultimately what they were trying to say is that the skills that the, that the slaves learned, you know, early on during slavery, yeah. carpentry, you know, um, landscaping, like painting, like they pretty much did all of the labor. So what the, what people make fun of the mexicans for now is pretty mm-hmm. much what the what the um what africans were doing or the blacks were doing back in the day so they were just trying to say that when slavery ended they used these skills they learned during slavery to kind mm. of make money for themselves and build themselves up using those same yeah. skills you know what i'm saying me uh again and i don't want to come off i don't want to come off as like emotional and all of this in the very beginning so i hope people who listen to this I hope y'all don't say, man, Kenny in his bag. This nigga emotional. Nah. I feel like when DeSantis came out and said, um, oh, well, you know, the slaves actually benefited. Like, that word, when you say benefited, it's like, it's just, ugh, like, ugh. He didn't, I don't think he said those words, though. Well, he didn't. It, it sounded like well, what I infer from I can't remember what he said word for word, but what I mm-hmm. what I do remember what I do remember um, inferring from the statement it sounded like as if he was saying that they benefited from being slaves mm-hmm. because of the skills that they learned. But even I mean, we could even go as far as to say, well, yeah, okay, so they learned skills 
that they later on couldn't be that they later on couldn't even use because during the reconstruction era all the jobs that the Afri that the descendants of those slaves learned from their from their parents and from their ancestors basically it went to shit because all the jobs that they had they would take they 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 lost their jobs and then they came up with laws saying if you didn't have a job you were going to go to jail so those dudes that had all that skills that they said they had benefited from ended up going right back end up going right back to being a slave Right, and then now they was working for free, building up the other stuff around here in this country. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So how did they? So how did they really, quote unquote, benefit from being a slave? A lot you know of people. Argue, a lot of people argue that like the the black economy was at its highest like uh, right after like before segregation, like when I mean before integration, like when everybody was segregated and blacks yeah. had their had their own businesses, their their own everything that they were actually like doing a lot better than when they integrated with whites. And then that's when they start whitewashing everything. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but even with the curriculum, like they, they put together this board of individuals or they were like really high scholar individuals that came to rewrite the curriculum and, um, you know, to put that together. And it, the guy that's been more, most vocal about the curriculum was William B. Allen. That's the black oh, dude yeah. that I sent you, the old black dude. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. man, I listened to his, I listened to his interview interviews he's old so you can tell he's been around for a very long time and the way he speaks i don't think that i've ever heard you know a black man speak so eloquently in my life like he speaks so well and he's so fucking smart like when he was talking to the anchor i feel like he <laughs> he was like way too intelligent to be speaking to this woman you know what i mean mm, like mm. that dude the way he was breaking shit down i was like damn man and, and i love seeing that because you got to a point when you know they didn't want blacks being able to read and write and to the point where now you have you know gene black geniuses you know mm. i feel like i feel like we just came like such a long way and and i think that you know a lot of times they try to distract you with these things and get the the black community in an uproar or in an uprise and like i said every time they do shit like that i just feel like they're distracting us from something else right 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 there's always <laughs> you know something I mean? else happening yeah yeah there's so much yeah. shit that the, they like Let's get the blacks mad about something so they can ignore us whites while we do something super crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or not even whites, you know, I don't want to make this a black and white thing, but I'm going to say the government, you know, because, yeah. you know, the government is really what's trying to, you know, hide, like keep, you know, th throw stones and hide their hand. There's, there's always shit going on that they're trying to keep your attention off of. And it's so easy to rile up the black community. And it's so unfortunate. Because yeah, we're so emotional. You know, and that's yeah. how, and again, I don't want to go down the political rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. But that's how a lot of these fucking Democrats keep getting back into office. Because all they do is, you know, they, they use these dog whistles, these tropes where they say stuff like, oh, yeah, if you don't vote for us, you know, uh, uh, Trump's going to get back into office and, and police brutality is going to happen. They never yeah. talk about the things that they can do. They always talk about what will happen if you don't do this for them. You know what I'm saying? And, they rather, know, I, they rather and, vote and, for the white yeah, man right. that said, they rather vote for the white man that said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Right. Right. Basically. You That's know, it's crazy, man. But keeping it black, like, you know, you said you asked a really good question that I didn't even know the answer to. Or I had mm -hmm. an answer, but I wanted to think about it a little more because mm -hmm. I, I like to, you know, take my time and process them because I, I like to sometimes even if I don't even if. I agree with you. I like to think of 
you know, contrary arguments or try to be devil's advocate so we can have a good, interesting and spark a good conversation. You know what I mean? And I'm going to let you, you know, um, start with it and I'll just give my input little by little. But you were saying, you know, can you be pro-black and date outside of your race as black men and women? And if so, why? So what what makes you feel? Well, first, you answer the question and then give your reasoning. So. I asked the question last night and um, usually, usually when I'm out walking my dog is when I usually get these topics, just, they just come, they just come naturally. Um, I really don't know. Um, I don't really have a straightforward answer with it. So just, I'm just, I guess, I guess when I explain myself, I guess we can decide whether or not I agree or disagree. Okay. Because I because I had the conversation before with a couple of friends of mine, and you can say I'm like on the fence, so to speak. I'm I don't know which side of the fence I'm on. One day I'm on this side, the other day I'm on that side. So um, the reason why I ask this question is because you know, as black as, as black people, or, or I, dare I say, as a black man, I feel like there are certain topics that. I, I, for me, like, how would I feel comfortable having a particular topic that's affecting the black community, seeing how white people respond to certain things that's, um, that's, you know, geared towards black people. For example, um, about a season ago, maybe two seasons ago, when I was watching the NFL, when everybody, this was, um, this was the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs, they all stood out you know, in the middle of the field, hand in hand, in solidarity, because of what happened with George Floyd, right? And there were people on the, there were people in the stands booing that, right? Then were they, I've seen. Were they doing just for context? Were they doing this during the national anthem? Um, I think they were doing it during the national anthem. Yeah, they, but they, they weren't kneeling. You know what I'm saying? They were all standing up. They were standing up on the on the in the middle of the field. And they were holding hands, you know, elbow and elbow. You know what I'm saying? They were holding hands, elbow and elbow. And there were people out there just booing him. And I remember I remember when we go further back, I remember I, I saw a video on YouTube. They may have taken it down. But a black female who was, you know, breastfeeding her baby caught her boyfriend on camera. She didn't show his face. But she caught him on camera going crazy, dropping all kinds of N-words about the whole, you know, when black people came out there and started chanting Black Lives Matter. And he's like, oh, what the fuck is this Black Lives Matter bullshit? This whole Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, all fucking lives matter. So what if I came out there and I said White Lives Matter, would I be, what, what, what would that make me? What would that make me? And it's like, why, why whenever, nobody said, when they said the word Black Lives Matter, it doesn't mean that my life mattered than yours, more than yours. It doesn't mean that your life doesn't matter more than mine. It just means that I matter too, just like you do, right? We've seen, we see all the time doing the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and, you know, the George Floyd thing, how people responded when people was out there basically saying, yes, I stand with you a lot. There were even some, there were even some TikTok videos I saw some, you know, some Dominican people was like, yo, you know, fuck that Black Lives Matter shit. You Dominican, you Dominican. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to the when it comes to the veterans, 
when he, whenever you say you're supporting veterans, everybody applauds. Like, yeah, man, support the vets, support the troops. When it's breast cancer awareness month, yeah, everybody comes out on these football games that wear pink. You but know you what I'm know saying? What nobody. Difference, I mean, the difference between that, I, I think that that's not a really good analogy because when you think about groups like veterans and breast cancer and stuff, mm. uh, these don't affect one race of people you have blacks when you when you say veterans blacks are included when you say people with breast cancer blacks are included all races yeah. are included so but, right. i don't think that that's a good analogy but what i'm saying is everybody there's no pushback there's no frown faces there's no nothing whenever these because, things come because up it's in, because it's inclusive but not, not well okay black lives matter did end up being a scam but the, oh yeah the, absolutely the movement like meaning like the words themselves and I mean the sincerity behind it of course during the are you there? Yeah I'm here. Oh you just kinda of blacked out. But um you know the the corporation or whatever Black Lives Matter was that was led by the, the three lesbians or whatever it was. <laughs> and I, I, um that movement, you know, that eighty million dollars being lost and donated to the alphabet community and like the way that, that whole went thing went is what made the the corporation or the LLC or the, that, that thing made the movement, it tarnished the movement because right. since they pretty much were robbing their own people and, you know, causing a lot of this mass hysteria and shit like that, they tarnished think- them. They tarnished the movement. So it kind of makes it, you know, different. Like, and, and, I, and a lot of things too, is like um when we, the, when the, the, the black community becomes outraged on a lot of stuff. Like I just heard about in the news, there was this, I forget what state it was, but you know, ghetto journalism, but I'll get more information when I can. But in some state, there was a woman, a white woman driving on the, uh, the opposite side of the, of the road of the highway. Right. Mm-hmm. So she was driving the wrong way on the highway. A fucking police officer pulls her over. He's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, like you're riding on the wrong, wrong side of the road. She kind of just stays quiet, blanked out for like two minutes. And she goes and she's reaching for something. And he's like, what are you reaching for? Long story less long, she reaches for a gun. And while she's reaching for the gun, you know, he shoots at her. Bullets fly, hit another, um, you know, windshield. And it got stuck in the steering wheel. So it didn't kill another lady. But, um, you know, I think that, being that nobody knows about this story this story's been on the news and it's a police officer killing a person in a vehicle and i think that if that person was black it would be everywhere all over the news you know? oh yeah. yeah all over the news and and the reason why people feel like the black lives matter movement is you know it they say other lives matter too is because when things are happening to people of other races they don't give the same amount of attention to it you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's cool. It didn't happen to a black person, so we're going to keep it moving. You know what I mean? Mm. But and- I feel like some of the things, you know, and I'm not trying to get off the topic, but I feel like when it comes to um, having those kind of conversations with your significant other who is not black, how, like, how do you how does how do you have that conversation? Um, you know I think that, like like going back to the topic for a second where it's like you know can you be pro-black and date outside your race like I right. think that it's 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 gotten to the point that our the people before us our Martin Luther Kings and Malcolm X's and you know the greats you know the great black in, intellectuals before us 
they fought so hard to integrate our people. And now it, it feels like we're fighting so hard to segregate ourselves again. Mm. It's to the point, it's to the point to where it's saying, if you're pro, you know, you shouldn't date white, you see a black person dating a white person. It's, it's now the way it used to be when you know, but like, it's the black person that's disapproving of it when back then it was the white person disapproving of it. And, and when that guy said, you know, if I said white lives matter, it'll sound racist. I think it's the same thing. If, if somebody's pro-white, how does that sound to you? When you say pro-black, you, you feel powerful. But when you hear pro-white, it makes you feel like what? Like KKK and all of this. So it's, well, yeah. or if I said me being Puerto Rican, right? Puerto Rican is mm -hmm. black, native, you know, native Taino Indian and Spaniard. So we got a mix of everything, right? So if I said I'm pro-Hispanic and I'm only going to date Hispanic, I don't date blacks, I don't date whites and stuff like that. Is that acceptable? Would that be acceptable? Um, like if, if I said I'm not gonna, I don't date blacks, white, like I only I think date that's Hispanics. acceptable. Right, I think but that's if I'm acceptable because but I think if that's I'm a white preference. man, right? But if I'm a white man, it's not a preference no more. Now I'm racist. I don't see how that's racist. To the way how my mind works, to me, I don't think that would be racist. Yeah, because we're logical thinking males that <laughs> that think differently, but most people would be like, "That's racist." If somebody said, "Yo, white lives matter." too because we see all of a sudden a lot of white people are getting killed you know what i mean mm. yeah so i'm just saying like when you say pro-black and dating outside your race to me i see things in a more like analytical way right mm. i see it like this if i'm pro-black and i stay with my black people yeah we grow our black community and and that's cool but Right now, whites are 60% of Americans, blacks are 14%, right? <laughs> so the only way for us to really balance out the playing field is to blacken the white people. <laughs> so isn't it, <laughs> isn't it pro-black to get you a white girl, make black kids and do that again and again, and now you start equaling out that number? I mean, that's just the way my brain goes. Then, Because once you, if you half black and half white, you're black. We all know that. Like, mm. if you know what I'm saying, mm. like, if that's just how it is, is is it not? Uh, I don't know because I've seen, I've seen some kids that are biracial. Is what is Drake? Black or white? Drake, had, I think I would say he's black. Right. He's black and white though. His dad's black. His mom's white as snow. What is? But okay, here's my question. What does Drake identify as? He then he doesn't as a black Jew. He's black and Jewish. He identifies he, as both. He 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 identifies as both. Yeah, he, he's okay. he's he's biracial. Okay. I'm just saying, like you know, I think just to answer the question as far as can you date outside your race and still be pro-black? I think you. I think you still can, because being pro-black is still you know supporting black businesses. Um, empowering black people, spreading the word, getting getting the people that you believe to 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 be your threat, making them, you know, sympathize with you and and be on your side, mm -hmm. so, you know, like spreading the message. And if you have you know whites that wh white women love black men, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, to to a degree, bro. To a degree, bro. 
Come on. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say all of them. I'm not gonna say all of them doing. I'm not gonna say all of them doing either. If not, they fantasizing about them. <laughs> it's you know what I'm saying. It's a I'm I'm gonna say this. It's a fetish because at some point in time, bro, you outgrow you outgrow your fetish. You know what I'm saying? Like we see like. And you know the reason why the reason why I brought I brought up the question too is because um I got sent a TikTok video of this one girl. She uh got on TikTok and she was talking about how she found out her white boyfriend was racist. Something, you know, they were dating for how many for how many years, and then something happened, and then she came to the conclusion that he was indeed and in fact racist. So she got on there and she was talking about, you know you know, black women who date white men and, you know, finding out that their boyfriend or their husband is racist and, you know, they they will still go out there and find another black woman or another black man to date, even though that they're racist. And I think it's a fetish. You know what I'm saying? And this also... What's up? So they they would be with a black person although they hate black people? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't. I don't yeah. see that because you have to walk outside with these people. Like you're, you're having a life with them that other people see. You're not like hiding them in your basement. You're not keeping it's, it low, low key. You know. It's true. I'd have to find it, bro, and I'm have to. I'd have to send it to you. But I thought it was kind of disturbing too, because I, think, I feel like he, you know when I think that the the black community is is has become like really. I don't know, because somebody told me that black people couldn't be racist, you know, then uh-huh. if I can't, if black people can't be racist, then they're extremely prejudiced. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like, you know, you see a man, you see a black man with a white girl, you're going to ridicule him, you're going to shit on him. But what is making that black man want to date white? It's probably because what? A lot of, a lot of, you know, black women aren't the you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm 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 a, well. I'm gonna say this: <laughs> a lot of the black dudes out there that date white women, I think it's a level of self hate. I think it's a level. I think it's a level of self hate, and I also think it's a it's a it's a certain stereotype that has been you know been peddled around you know peddled around for a long time because you know. They all, what you know, you ask, you you ask them, and, and some of them will say, "Oh, because black women are so so loud, so rude, and you know they're hard headed. They're, they're not easy to work with. You know they don't listen." And that's not true. That's not true. I think and, the, and, you know, the strong black woman. They say, you know, they have reason. One black women have to be very strong, and they have to, you know, have this certain persona and stuff like that, and. Right. Maybe like a you know black men could be in a situation where they feel like they're not being respected the way that they want to. You know what I'm saying? Or they're yeah. they're not being treated the way that they would like to be treated. But when they mess with other women culturally, because now now more and more black men are dealing with um Hispanics, Hispanic women, and white women, or even trying to. And this is this is not just black women alone. It's like Western women. Period. You got these. You got this group of, of gentlemen that call themselves the Passport Boys, and yeah, they're Passport they're, Bros. Yeah, Passport Bros. They move into Colombia and Europe and other countries where women still have traditional values and treat men in a more traditional manner, and yeah. respect and and have a, a higher level of of respect for men. 
And that's because our women here just got to the point to where everybody, they're all independent. They're all don't need no man. They will disrespect men, treat them like shit. You know what I'm saying? And here's my, and here's my problem with that. Again, you know, I don't want to sound racist and I don't want to sound like Dr. Umar Johnson. All right. I I don't want to sound crazy, but for all these dudes, all these dudes who's, um, who's flying to other countries and, you know, they're looking for a woman. Okay, so, all right, so you don't have to marry a black American woman. What about a black African woman? No, they're trying to, no, no, it's not just black women. The passport bros are done with American women, period. Not, it's yeah. no race, it's no race on it. It's just the the culturally, the way that the women are here in the Western world, like in America and, and how they treat men and how they are just, you know, you get better treatment from women across the board in other countries. So it's not, mm. it's not just limited to black women. I was just kind of saying that that's, I was just saying that, okay. You know, it's all women here that they just, I don't know what happened, but they just treat men like shit. They don't see men as value, like being valuable. It's like, we're all pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? I blame, I blame, I blame feminism. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> that's, that's part of the that's blame. It. And um, another thing, too, is kind of like, you know, when women joined, like, the workforce, right? So uh, they say it started, like, during one of the wars when all the men were gone. Women had to step up, start working, doing all of these things. So it's kind of like the, the, the old way was the men went to work. You know, they provided, you know, for the family. And the women provided sex, children, made the family. And that's what they did. Then it got to the point to where women start working. So now, you know, that's supposed to ease some of the stress off of the men having to provide everything. So now we have an agreement that we both have to provide. But even still, it still turns out that the one getting the short end of the stick are the men because, you know, you're not getting what you used to get back in the day when you was doing all of the hard work. You know, now you just now they work and they feel like, well, I'm equal to you. They're very selective of who they sleep with. So, you know, yeah. a lot of men, most, a lot of men between 18 and 30 are either virgins or fucking haven't had sex in the last year. The, the, the masculinity and just men are just being set to the side. And, but we're still the ones that keep the world running. Like if, if men, if all men just stop doing the work in the world, like in America period, like for one week, men stop doing everything that they do the world's going to fucking fall apart mm-hmm. because women got into the, to the workforce and they, they take up all of the white collar jobs, but all of the blue collar jobs are still ultimately 97% men talking yeah. about plumbers, electricians, construction workers, people who are building up our country and keeping the country going. Yeah. It's, it's the, the people doing those jobs are men. Women get, you know, useless degrees and end up trying to get jobs like where they're secretaries or, you know, fucking um, nurses or, you know. Nah, they're going for the, they're going, they're going, they're going, they're going for the hot, the head honcho jobs. They want to be oh. the CEOs or the COOs. Right, right. You know what But I'm they're saying? not doing none of the hard work, the blue collar jobs, not, the shit yeah, that they, keeps they, the they world wanna, going. Right. They don't want to start off from the bottom where the men are starting off from. You know what right. I'm saying? They're trying oh, to the go. Men- they're trying to go for the GS thirteen, GS fifteen positions. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, it's crazy. But I kind of want to get off of the um, that part. But I want to keep it with the women because we've been we've been thriving ever since we became like a 
a men's health podcast. <laughs> mm. But um, the other shit that, you know, that I was thinking about was just like, you know, the word that I got called for it was like weaponized intimacy. And it's like, I'm saying it because things that you speak to your woman about during intimate moments, right, where you're pillow talking or when you feel like you could really trust your woman and you 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 just tell them when you're feeling emotional, when you're feeling weak, the things that you're insecure about, you know, you express your emotions and your insecurities to them. It's like the moment that they become upset at you or or things go left, they weaponize these things against you. Oh, so man. they want you, they say men lack emotion, you know, like men lack romance they're not you know they don't you don't you never talk to me you never this and then you get to the point where you're just like yeah man like this is really bothering me or it it hurts my feelings when you say this you know instead of saying well all right then I won't say that to you no more that's just what they're gonna keep in the bag until it's their moment to use it and destroy you with it you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. take all your insecurities Mm -hmm. and just use them against you during the worst moments yeah you know, like, and I think that that shit is what's making men more and more cold. I know it's making me more and more cold. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm letting you know I'm having a hard time and I'm struggling, right? Let's say I'm, you know, because we try to keep it together. If you're the breadwinner in your family, you fucking trying to pay all of the bills, trying to make sure that you keep a roof in, over your family's head, food in their belly, all of these things. But you're struggling. You like, you barely getting by and you make that aware you know, you stress and they see you in your own little corner. Maybe you start drinking more than usual. They'll come up to you and be like, yeah, what's wrong? And then you tell them like, yo, man, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I can't afford this. I need to maybe find a second job or I might need to do this. Then you, you know, you obviously struggling. And then it'll get to the point to where maybe you guys get into an argument. They're going to be like, oh, that's why you broke. You can't even take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think like if a man can no longer take care of his family, the woman's going to leave. But if a woman gets to the point to where she surpasses the man and she has to take care of the family, a lot of them are still going to leave. You know what I mean? And even other things, you know, because women could share the insecurities with you. Like I've gained some weight. I'm feeling insecure. You know, like I got these stretch marks from having having your kid. When you get into an argument, you don't be like, look at you, you fat bitch. Looking like a, with, your, with your fucking hippo tiger, you look like a hippo with tiger stripes. Like what the fuck? Like you know, you don't fucking you don't do any of that stuff. But let's say, you know, you having issues, man. There's people out there dealing with like erectile dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there yeah. dealing with with PTSD. You know, like things that affect their their psyche that doesn't allow them to 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 perform at their greatest. Women will, will fucking use that shit against them. You limp dick motherfucker. That's why you got to yeah. use fucking Viagra. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, this, that's why that. like, you know, like, you know, just fucking humiliate you with the stuff that you felt like you could confide in them with. Like, that's just fucked up, bro. Yeah, that's just, yeah. You know, that's and a, will, that's a, that's an immature woman, though. And they will blast the shit out of you. They'll do it in front of your family, your friends. Like yep. how many times we see shows like you scrolling and you see women giving men these these big ass shows in public and just straight humiliating them. Yeah. You you seen that one video with the chick that she fucking joined a dice game and put her Rolex up, lost the watch, and then was calling her boyfriend a pussy because he didn't go get it back. Yeah. 
I saw that. <laughs> I saw that shit. She was putting hands on them and everything. Like, first off, what are you doing entering a dice game in the hood? There's mad niggas here. I'm with you. You put yourself in this fucked up position. I don't even know what's going on. I walk up and I'm supposed to get shot or jumped by these goons because your dumbass put up your Rolex in a dice game. Mm. Like, but she was calling him all types of shit, putting hands on him. Like, yeah, I saw I, I saw that. Mm. That's just crazy, man. Like, I just don't understand. Like, and that's what we deal with is that we there is a lot more of them than the than the women that really hold their niggas down, bro. Like there's a lot more of those immature, I don't have to do no work. I'll just create an OnlyFans or I'll just use niggas for money. Like they just men are just useless to them because you mm. what because because so many simps out there just make these women feel a lot more beautiful than they are. You know, because yeah. it's so hard to get pussy out here. You're just trying to shoot your shot at everything. And then you got these fucking, you know, I don't know. We we've beat that horse before, man. It's just yeah. over overvaluing themselves, man. Yeah, I, I I always like to have. I always like to ask the question too. What makes women think that they're the prize? Like, what makes you think you're the prize? Right. right? You you guys mm-hmm. sit there with your two or three bastard children by two or three different men, <laughs> and then you sit there and and you say shit like, "Oh, well, he gotta be." He got to make 200,000. He got to have this. He got to, I mean, he's got to be fully equipped, head to toe, inside and out. And yet still, you call yourself the prize. Let me, like, and what, and, and, and I, I like to, I like to, I like to use Russell Wilson and Sierra as a perfect example of this. Now, I'm not saying that Sierra ever said that she was the prize. All right. Most of you women that claim to be the prize are looking for a man to change your life. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a female, right, if you are a natural born biological female and you are looking for a man that makes 200000 that's going to take you on trips, pay all your bills and do all this stuff, ladies and gentlemen, the man is the price. Right. You understand but what I'm saying? Seems, because it, see, he, he's seems doing... Like, it seems like she knows, she knows her role because, you know, she got drunk through the month through Future. She was with one of them kind of guys. And then mm-hmm. she ended up she ended up going and getting a good guy, and she must be doing mm-hmm. something right. Either he's just mm-hmm. super simp, or she's just doing something right. But they seem like they have a really good relationship, man. Yeah, they seem to be. You know? At least she learned from it. At least, at least she saw the flaw in her error in her ways, right? Like, I chose this kind of guy, and this is what I got from it, and chose right. a better guy. Like most women right. would choose the same guy over and over, over and, and over. Again. You know and what I'm saying? Say, and then say all oh, niggas ain't shit. No, right. you chose that guy. You get right. they say, Oh, what if you know, what if you um because I got daughters and, and it comes up like, oh, what if she meets a man and, and he's not shit and he's this and he runs he has a kid and he he doesn't take care of his kid, she's a single mom now. I'm like, Well, my goal is to teach my daughter how to make better choices because ultimately she that guy can only get her pregnant and, and run away on the kid. If she chooses a guy that would do that, mm-hmm. but if, if she if she makes better choices, if she knows how to kind of see see things earlier, like wait, you know, these kind of guys don't have the best reputations. Fucking trappers, right. rappers, scammers, you know, like dudes that don't really have 
anything going for themselves that you can have a lot of money doing the wrong things but that shit is your fast money it's called fast money for a reason you get it fast and it go fast you know you what I'm lose it fast right yeah it's like you know we it's up to me to kind of i don't care if i could i was a player i was all types of things i could be the worst man in the world i could be a terrible boyfriend a terrible husband but i can use all of those things and be a great father still and yeah. use all of what i've done and been through to kind of equip my daughters with what they need to know to avoid even someone like me you know like no nah, that's not the kind of guy but if you build that rapport with your children where they feel comfortable enough to even talk to you about guys and who they're thinking about dating and even listen to you when you say hey that's that's not it you know mm. you know what i mean like you it's just up to us to equip them because that's what you get all of the time is like what if somebody did this to your daughter what if somebody did this i'm like yeah like that is a huge possibility because you know sometimes if, if you're not if you were ain't shit nigga what's gonna make you a good father but you can you can learn though like you could be an ain't shit nigga and then grow up and learn how to be a better man and start training right. your kids training your sons to be better than you were and train mm-hmm. and you know instilling the knowledge in your daughters to make better decisions so that they don't end up with men like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at least not like the old you. What kills me with women that say that, and it pisses me off so much, you know what I'm saying, is that a lot of these women who say that shit, you look at, listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now, a woman can take one look at you and decide whether or not she's going to fuck you or not. Yeah. That's it. You know what kind of dude you messing with. You could look at a dude. Y'all claim to have all this intuition in the world. You could look at a dude, and and I know that I I know this. Women can look at a dude, and she can tell whether this dude is worth something or he ain't shit. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Some of these girls go out there and they're attracted to these dudes because they just did this. I don't know what it is, but they're attracted to these guys. The the Pookies and the Ray Rays. They're attracted to these guys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And at the same yeah. time, if those guys are coming up to you, that's because there's something about you that you need to fix. You the flash nigga in the hood. His his net worth is in Jordans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, he got iPhones. all the fly clothes. But what what where does he live? You know what I'm saying? And I come from the I've come from New York City, man, where everybody's fly and everybody living in, in off Section Eight government housing. You know what I'm saying? Like. And but yet, you know, you living in the projects, but yet you got the most expensive. You rocking the Marys, Balenciagas. You know what I'm saying? Like you got all this expensive shit, and then you're gonna clown the man that ain't rocking the shit that you rocking. But this man owns a house. He owns his car. Mm. He's making you know a decent living off of a legal job. You know what I'm saying? He's educating himself. He's trying to do better. He's he's trying to stay out of jail. But these are the lame niggas that the girls don't want to date. I don't want to date him. I, it's so much more fun. It's the thrill when I'm with the the drug dealers and gangbangers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or like Pookie and Ray Ray, like you would say. Funny thing is, yeah. they used to call they used to call me Ray Ray growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to be Ray Ray, but I'm not Ray Ray no more. I'm just Ray now, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's how I see it, man. So the whole prize thing. Some of y'all need to just stop that. Stop going on these 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 other podcasts. Stop going on TikTok, Threads, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all these other fucking social media outlets 
and quit calling yourself the prize. If you're looking for a dude that's making four times as much as you, you're not the prize, baby girl. He the prize. Because right. he the and one coming that's going to change your life. And therefore, you got to be the one to humble yourself and make the changes. Like, you, right. you want this man that has worked hard, like, he earned his value. He ain't just, he wasn't born with it the way that you were. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. he earned it. He worked hard to be fucking attractive to you because mm. you are attractive to his, you're attracted to his status. So he had to fucking do the school and do the hard work, build the businesses, the hard, you know, he wasn't just getting pussy thrown at him from when he was just a, you know, a young kid, you know what I mean? Like he had yeah. to earn his value for you to even look his direction. Then you want him to devalue himself to make a person who is in theory beneath him feel better about herself. I got to yeah. minimize myself and all the hard work I put in to get where I am to make somebody who didn't put in no work and who was benefiting off of the hard work that I put in. How, like, how, what type of shit is that? Yeah, I agree, man. I totally I agree. It's, shit, it's just one of those things where, like, I see it. People, people send me the videos in my inbox or on Instagram, and I don't, I don't even watch them. I've seen so much of that shit, I don't even want to watch it. You know, especially the ones where the females call up to Kevin Samuels and, you know, they, they, they rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, by the way, yeah, they fast. call up there and they say all this crazy ass shit. And he got to, he got to break him down and humble him because you're just not the prize. How do you consider yeah. yourself to be the prize when you got, when you're a fucking nurse that makes $41,000 annually? Right. Now I'm not saying not that's what nurses nurse. make. They all say. They all wear scrubs and they say, I'm a nurse. You're not a nurse. You're a medical assistant. Yeah. You're, right. you're a it. secretary. That's just a uniform for your, the practice that you work for. That little $15, $20 an hour ain't going to put a dent in them damn bills, bro. Because nowadays, nah. if you're not trying to live off of the government, you're trying to actually fend for yourself, you know, with no assistance, you got to fucking bust your ass. You got to. It's hard out here, man. The middle class is being raped, bro. And yeah. the middle class, high middle class, we're talking about six people who make six figures, people who still like getting a W-2. We're the ones that pay all of the taxes because these rich motherfuckers, they're not paying no taxes. Jeff Bezos ain't paying no taxes. Yeah. You know, the the all of these big high value men, they they got smart enough to where they understand. You could look at their personal records, like look at the person, Jeff Bezos, look at the person, you know, let's say. I heard Andrew Tate said it. Say it. He said, "Me as a person, I don't own anything. I don't make any money." He said, "I have a a, a trust in Ecuador that has a, a S corp in this country <laughs> that has mm -hmm. an LLC here that owns a yacht that I borrow." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. But it's the middleman that pays all of the bills because the low income folks. They get tax, they get money back. I remember growing up, tax season, that's when everybody make money. You're getting ten thousand dollars because you got four kids. I pay ten thousand dollars in taxes and I and I'm getting fucking nine hundred dollars back where I have to pay them money. Like this year, yeah. I already know when it's time for me to file my taxes, bro. I already know that I'm probably gonna owe money because the more money you make, where you but the you're not rich, the more money they take and you end up owing them money. Because yeah. so it's like you either you either got low income or no income and they give you money and they, you know, provide you with a, with a life. But then you say, yo, I don't want what you're giving me. I don't want government housing. I don't want government assistance. I don't want the bare minimum. I want to work hard and make something of myself. 
oh yeah, you're going to do that. But guess what? We're going to rape the shit out of you. And then the rich continue to stay rich and they don't pay no taxes. Like, you know, Amazon ain't paying taxes. It's employees are paying all of the fucking taxes for Amazon, for Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So us fucking people in the middle, even, you know, trying to make a good living for ourselves, we over here getting raped. And then on top of that, we got to deal with these fucking selfish ass women. Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. There's a dub. It's a, you know, if out of the fire, out of the frying pan, straight into the fire. Right, man. And I'm like, shit. What happened? Like, I'm once I start making more and more money, and I start getting, you know, elevated. I'm expecting life to get easier. Like, fuck. So it's just like, yeah, I have a nicer house. I'm in a nicer neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? I have nicer things, but I feel you still struggling. You you still like you struggle even more because you don't got nobody willing to help you right now. I could be trying to just struggle to keep do, you know, but you make six plus figures. You can't go to the fucking welfare office and say, yo, I'm tight this month. You think you could throw me some food stamps so I could feed the family right quick. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. Think you could, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, yo, hey, sleepy Joe, what's good? My G, I ain't see you in a minute. You think you could throw me half on this, on this mortgage, man. I'm, I'm hurting right now, bro. Nah, man. They gonna look at you like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Especially you Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe gonna send that money to Ukraine instead of giving it to you. Hell yeah. He gonna, he gonna say what? Then he gonna give, he gonna add another tax to your fucking W-2. Like, what the yeah. fuck is a trans tax? Yeah. <laughs> What's, a trans- <laughs> What's a trans tax? That's crazy. What does that mean? Yeah. Transportation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pay for gas. What you mean, trans tax? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, man. It's this hard out is, here, this, bro. Yeah, man. It's crazy, Ugh. man. All I keep hearing is all of this shit about Sleepy Joe, man. Like the shit that he's doing, he is just like they getting more and more deeper with his his all his collusion with his son and. Crazy. As soon as you start talking about that nigga Joe, right. shit just went blank. Yo, you notice how when we was talking about blacks and and our own people, how they let us rock for like 45 minutes, bro. The yeah. moment we start, once I said alphabet people one time, they locked they knocked us off. And then <laughs> when we came back and I started talking about Sleepy Joe and I said trans tax, they knocked us off. I'm telling you, bro. They 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 listening. Big brothers listening. It's crazy because this shit is not even streaming. <laughs> but our phones are fucking tapped, bro. I literally like every time it's been proven. I was watching something, and I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna Google something," and then all of a sudden, I could see it. Once I hit my Google tab, it was right there. Crazy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I'm I'm done, man. Well, I'm gonna edit this in a way where the people could hear exactly where we got cut off each time. I'm gonna try to if if it works, because I want them to see that we not tripping. <laughs> Yo, you just got like soon as you said that about you know the thing with the blacks, mm-hmm. right? And then you start talking about old oh boy. Yeah. Like, we not we're not gonna call him. We're not gonna call him. <laughs> we're not gonna call him. We just gonna say Bo oh, Jiden. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Bo Jiden. You just like 
y'all, yo, I'm we're not making this up, bro. We just got caught off two twi- two times. That's yo, crazy, man. bro. So they listened to us. Yeah, man. <laughs> Who's that? that, that they watching, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I was I was saying how like I was watching some shit and I wanted to Google something about the show, right? That I was watching. Like you know how you mm. watch a show and you like, yo, where this actress is from? You know what I'm saying? Or you just start Googling shit, bro. Why the moment I was like, where is boop, boop, the person's name just popped right back, right up. Wow. I was yeah. like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I was somebody asked me a question about like a car and i was like damn who does make that car Hmm. i start googling it and once i said what car company makes it was the car that they named Mm, mm, mm. i was like yo yeah this is technology bro technology is uh is getting dangerous and dangerous you gotta watch what you say around your cell phones ladies and gentlemen they're listening hell yeah but it is what it is, man. I'm tired of getting cut off, man. I think we gave them yeah. enough pod today. Yeah. We hit up we hit up some good topics. We gave them at least an hour. So, yes, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, appreciate all of y'all tuning in. We would give y'all more, but y'all see what they're doing, man. They don't want the boys to talk about the boys. Nope. <laughs> they don't want us talking about both. They don't want us talking about Bo and they don't want us talking about the ladies. You know what I'm saying? They like, uh-uh. nope, you ain't gonna talk about our people. That's, That's why I said. Know. That's why I said in the beginning, I did not want to mention the J word because it definitely right. would have cut us off. Yeah, man. But it's all good, man. Shit, we're going to keep pushing regardless. I might have to just re- record these offline and not use the app. So then we got more control and then I'll just yeah. drag that shit I'll over. Just upload it in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're going to have to do, man. Circumvent the system. And then they're just going to shadow ban us, put us under <laughs> under Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real <laughs> they gonna put us under spotify man it's gonna be crazy but yo man shit you got anything before i sign this out um no nah, i don't really got anything today man i need to, i need to start coming up with some inspirational quotes for the listeners no nah, i ain't got nothing today all right it's all good man in that case we wish y'all much health and wealth we appreciate y'all we appreciate y'all tuning into the pod we'll see y'all next week we out of here peace peace